Welcome to the Pineapple Couch with D-Rob. Uh, today is uh, Thursday, October 22nd, and this is episode 52. And we have a great episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking NFL. We have the usual crew plus a new guest that we will be uh, letting you know about in just a minute. And then at the end of the pod, stay tuned. We're doing some trivia with um, a, a big rivalry matchup that you're going to enjoy. Um, but as I just mentioned, we're going to be talking NFL Week 7. This is the Pineapple Couch with Bureau. You can subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you hear podcasts. Um, I got Big Dog and Josh per usual, but a very important, very good friend of the program, new guest, Kyle. Kyle, how you doing, my friend? Good, good, man. I'm excited to be on. Thanks for having me on, man. Of course, of course. It's good to have you on um, because you are a Raiders fan, and we I need to prick, pick your brain about the Raiders because we have three not Raiders fans on here, and I, me and Andrew definitely have some bias just already built in, so I really want to pick your brain about the Raiders, so we'll get to that soon. But I actually wanted to start today's podcast off before we get into Week 7 with some power rankings because I think with the Packers lost last week to the Bucks, that kind of fucked some stuff up. And um, we obviously have a big matchup this week with the Titans Steelers. So going into that, I just want to see where everyone's head is at. Um, Josh, how about you get us going? Give us your top five. Sure. Yeah, um, I was actually scrambling around to write this down as we were talking just now. So this was uh, this was last minute power ranking. So let's do this. I like it. I like it. Um, the head. The, so the one thing I, I wanted to do was I think Seahawks are probably pretty much would be probably the unanimous number one for a lot of people. Not for me. Not I for like me. Seattle. <laughs> I like Seattle a lot, but I think their defense is really fucking bad. And we're not giving them number one. I'm keeping it with the Super Bowl winners. We're keeping Chiefs number one. I know they're not undefeated, but I still think, gun to my head, week in, week out, they. Uh, okay. I, I like them any matchup. So I got Chiefs I'll, number one. I'll stop you there. Big dog, you have Chiefs at one, I presume. Girl, of course I do. Kyle, where you got what you got at one? Painful to say, but Chiefs as well. Yeah. And even after so, the Raiders game, huh? I will say this. The reason I have Chiefs number one, even though they're not undefeated, is because they have a very, very good loss against them that I can't hold them against. I can't hold that loss against them. So I mean there. Honorable man. Honorable the most honorable Raiders fan I think I've met. <laughs> yeah. It, off to a good start. Um so I think this is where Things are going to get interesting when we look in these two to four spots. Big Dog, how about you start us off here? Who's your two? I'm saying the AFC. And it's not Lamar Jackson. It's Ooh, not. I know what he's doing. Ryan Tannehill. I love Big Ben. I have, <laughs> yes. I've always had a spot for Mike. They're undefeated. We've got a potential AFC matchup this week. That it AFC has potential. Yeah, I got the so in, is that a combination of obviously the offense we've it's been waiting for? What I think that defense, man, Minka. picking the Steelers is because they are undefeated, and it's more because I think they're going to do well in the playoffs. So this is kind of a prediction almost. They're undefeated, so they can be up here, but I think Pittsburgh just does well in the playoffs usually. So that's kind of why I'm at number two. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Kyle, where are you at? So I'm actually going to go NFC with this one and a marquee matchup this weekend for them. I'm actually going with Tampa Bay. Uh, I feel like the beginning of the season, no off season, Tom Brady in a new system kind of had some kinks to work out. 
you know, that typical off season that we have with the four weeks, they're starting to figure things out. They're getting players back from injury now too. They're really start rolling. I think that really showed last week against Green Bay, just smack Rogers right in the mouth. And they're about to do the same thing to my Raiders with five offensive linemen on COVID list. Um, oh, but I'm shit, really liking yeah. what I've seen from Tampa Bay as of late. So I'm going to have to go with them number two. I I like that. Uh, I don't have that at two, but I really like that because I think um, what so obviously your point with the missed off season with Brady and the Bucks, like that can't be said enough because this dude's been on the Patriots for twenty years, and then he finally changes systems and he can't really work out. So I, I agree with that. And then also the, the Bucks injuries, defense too. The Bucks, yeah, and the Bucks defense though is so defense fucking is, good. It, they look good, man. That that defensive line they have, and Dom Kinsu's really having a comeback year this year, kind of. Swept into the mm-hmm. rug a little bit, but he's been an absolute terror. So is Kyle um, a little off topic? Is was last year or was last week? Excuse me, more of a reflection on how dominant the Bucks are, or how good the Bucks are, or maybe the Packers were kind of frauds. So I think I think you know the Aaron Rodgers thing. We all get kind of caught up in you know he's one of the quote unquote people would say best quarterbacks of all time, but. Um, it's a little bit Packers are frauds. I mean, their offensive line really hasn't been that good. The big talk all last week was they haven't played a number one wide receiver all season. Um, at the same time, this was an offense that was scoring all season long without their own wide receiver one. And mm-hmm. you saw what the Buccaneers defense did to them. Just smacked them right in the face. Yeah. So I think a little bit of both. I would lean more towards it's what the Tampa Bay defense can do because we've seen that consistently this season. Yeah, I'd agree. And I know Andrew would agree because we both – uh, we're so fucking pissed off because we like double. We had reminder. two. We had two <laughs> bets on the Bucks or on the fucking Packers. Five. The Bucks. It was five. But, five. Oh yeah, big dog was in Vegas. Big weekend. Um, okay, so uh, Josh, who do you have at number two? This is where I'm putting Seattle. I I okay. I'm not as impressed by their like I guess by their wins, but I just think they're finding creative ways to win week in week out. Russell Wilson is still the number one in MVP voting. Sorry, Pat Mahomes, but. I, I love Wilson. He's win he's won like five close games in a row, basically. I mean, it's because the defense doesn't even allow them to really put games away. But I I think Seattle's really good and I think they have a real shot in the NFC. I I I agree with that point. Close games, you obviously I think Russell Wilson, him and Mahomes, it's a, a toss up who you want at the end of that. But what is truly awesome, gentlemen, is that all four of us have a different number two team in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because I, I have the Tennessee Titans as the number two team in the league after um obviously they had that great playoff run last year. They are still undefeated this year. Derrick Henry is a force, and that's stating the obvious, but they seem to have withstained the um injury to Taylor Lewin on their offensive line, which might have been bad, but the Titans just keep rolling. I think Mike Vrabel is he's not even an underrated NFL coach really anymore because I think everyone just loves him so much. But he is not only like a great culture locker room guy, but the X's and O's, the stuff he does on the sideline in terms of he took a penalty to take 45 seconds off the clock last week. I'm just going to go with the defense and the running game of the Titans at my number two, but I do think it's close. Um, Yeah, did you see there was some weird shit with him at the draft? I don't know if you saw, but like his draft room or whatever, his like Zoom background. Yeah, with Rabel. He uh he had like some dudes in like bodysuits or something, like in the background. I remember something weird. Like like a wetsuit. 
type thing or no like like a, like a like a party suit like the green man from yeah. it's always sunny yeah it's like some wow. some weird shit like that was going on and i was like this i was like i don't i don't know about the Vrabels. the Vrabels I, might be a little smart football player family, if it's a but. sunny reference he, he should totally be a kyle what's up yeah i was about to say kind of on that same note he was out running with the practice squad today did you guys see that <laughs> Like, no, really? Eric, 85 oh my god, I have to bump him up a little bit. I mean, this is <laughs> right yeah, he, he is the football guy of all football guys, and so I have him at number two. Josh, at number three, I have the Seahawks who you just had number two. Um, I think three, two, three, and four who I have, I think it's it's really a toss-up, but I have Wilson for, I have the Seahawks at three for all the reasons you just said, Josh, Russell Wilson in close games, but some problems in the secondary, obviously. Yeah. Um, Kyle, what do you have at three? So three, I'm actually going to go back to the AFC and go with the Ravens. Um, I know Lamar is having a little bit of an offseason throwing this year. Even though he is, the offense still looks decent. Uh, that Eagles game was not that close. They played last week. They were kind of giving up at the oh. end. I think I think Harbaugh's going to stop doing that. There's been times where he's put RG3 in at like the start of the fourth quarter this season. I think he's going to stop doing that now. Um, but what I like most about the Ravens is just the combination of offense and defense. So they have both sides of the ball taken care of pretty well with that defense probably being a little bit better than the offense. Mm-hmm. And they, they just added uh, new Ngaku also yeah. uh, today. Yeah, him and Chris Campbell so, back to yeah. – being on the, the edges the ravens similarly to scary. how we were talking about the titans i know we didn't see it in the playoffs last year but they're that type of team that can really control the ball with their running game and their defense and i think that's kind of what you have to do when you play the chiefs um andrew is bogut fucking with you look at my cat she is just a crazy person um <laughs> but um i i ravens at three i think they're in that group that i think is interchangeable um Josh, what do you have at three while Andrew deals with the the cat situation? Well, shout out Andrew because here's where I have the Steelers. We're on we're on Team Big Ben here. Uh, big big Steelers uh, nation kind of are they Steeler Nation? What's their what's their fan base called? Is it it's something dumb, right? It's like the well they have the terrible towel. Yeah, that's all I know about them. It's it, whatever the fuck. I don't care. Uh, their defense is really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh they unfortunately though they just lost Devin Bush uh who looked really fucking good in the middle of the field but I mm-hmm. uh, Minka Fitzpatrick their pass rush is probably one of the best units in the league and I think their wins have been really impressive this year I'm a big fan of the Steelers and I like their uh chances against the Ravens this year too on top of that mm-hmm. I I am on that same sentiment as well um big dog who do you have at uh 3 it's the same. Russell Wilson, the Seahawks. The only yeah. NFC team I have in my list, by the way. Ooh. NFC sucks. Ooh. They, so I, have, I, have, <laughs> um, I have one other team. So, yeah, the NFC is just, like, so up in the air because, I mean, we'll talk about this a little later, but seeing the 49ers running game and them working through Kittle again last week kind of fucked up my mind because it's like, oh, shit, are the night? Like, I don't know. I just think so much is up in the air. All right, let's go on to uh, the four slot. Um, Kyle, you just had the Ravens at three. Who are we putting at four? So that's where I'm going to put Russell Wilson, his squad. Uh, Credit to them. They're pulling out these incredible comeback wins and pulling some circus shit out their asses. But uh, 
Uh, all the credit to the offense. They've stopped running the ball on first and second down so much. They're now passing on first down, realizing that Russell Wilson can just cut up defenses, which has been obviously that's why they're undefeated this year. But man, that defense is something else. I mean, they cannot, yeah, they cannot anyone or anything. So how fucked up is it? And maybe I'm wrong about this, but like for the last couple of years, I know Andrew felt this way. Every time I watch the Seahawks, it's like, why the why are they running it? So like let Russ, that's the whole let Russ cook thing. And so what it took to finally let Russell Wilson just throw the ball a fuck ton was to have just a monumentally bad defense. So yeah. you have to do it. <laughs> uh, but that's how good Russell Wilson is. Um, Andrew. Who do you got for that four slot? I'm taking the Ravens just kind of out of respect because they were 14 and two last year and kind of the same with what Kyle was alluding to. It's like Lamar hasn't looked great, but I mean, they're still four and one. They still blow yeah, that's, out that's most kind of dangerous. And what do you mean? What's kind of dangerous? Well, no, it's like with Lamar, them, Lamar not playing at his peak and them four and one. It's like when you're playing like the, right, the Lakers right, or exactly. something and you're tied and LeBron James has three points at halftime. It's like, oh shit. Like, exactly. Is- like he hasn't even been <laughs> himself yet. Like yeah. he was last year. And I mean, they're still forward one in their tough division. And I like, mm-hmm. they have a really good defense. And if, as long as they're not trailing, they'll never lose. But yeah. Um, and then Josh, who do you have for? And guys, um, I will remind myself to do this. I'll get a graphic going so we could have this along with our picks for this weekend. We'll have all of our, top five power rankings um josh who do you have it for so i think i'm gonna stick with the undefeated team i think it's it's kind of a toss-up ravens buccaneers titans here but i'm going with the titans uh i for all the reasons b-rob said earlier um rabel's a genius this defense is pretty good uh but their offense is just really creative Tannehill might be a top 10 quarterback right now um that that fake spike we didn't even talk about it last pod but that fake spike was ridiculous uh, really fucking good. AJ Brown's a beast, and Derrick Henry is the best running back in football. Period. I mean, it's 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 got to be the Titans there. I'm really excited for the Titans Steelers because this is obviously mm-hmm. going to shake up my power rankings by a fuck ton. Yeah, now, this you, is um. Wait, go ahead, Big Doug. Are you saying Derrick Henry's the best because you hate Christian McCaffrey so much? <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay, Kyle. So Josh has this theory. Where basically ever since Christian McCaffrey got hurt this year, they I think the Panthers won three straight. So Josh's thing is that the Panthers are better without Christian McCaffrey. So let me, <laughs> my case no, listen is, to though, the Washington go take it away. My, my Washington case. football team fan. All, all I'm going to say is as a guy who picked up Mike Davis for 50 fab points week three of the NFL season, Mike Davis is looking. Pretty good. Pretty shooing. Oh, Kyle. Kyle's drinking the Kool-Aid right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> that good of a player. Does he make that much of a difference on a team? I don't know. Mike Davis is pretty good, too. Me and, me and Mike Davis are family friends, if you didn't know. So I can uh, I'll give you the hook He's got um, his jersey. But so the, the big thing is, to me, though, is the fact – I'm just going to present my case really quick. No training camp. It's a brand-new quarterback. You're bringing in Robbie Anderson. You need to get these guys' chemistry going. It's going to take a couple of games. And the fact is that you don't have your, your bell cow running back for the first two games or, or what, what your first the, – the, the next yeah, three games. He's also whatever. like their release valve, too, where I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and I obviously think the Panthers are better with Christian McCaffrey. But I do, too. 
I feel like it's, it's kind of when he's in the game, they just kind of like it's always like just give him the ball, and they put exactly. way too much on him, so it kind of diversified their offense or whatever. It, but let's get Bobby back on Anderson track. Looks good now. Is yeah, is the, and that's it. All right. Yeah. So let's get back on track. I have it for I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, just I I believe in the defense, and I have a good feeling about this Pittsburgh offense, even though it's looked good. So far, you have the Claypool rookie who's breaking out. What is he? Mapletron is his nickname. And I think Juju will follow suit with that. And I think James Conner hasn't looked too great. And so I'm hoping he could get better. But I have them at the four. And then I have the Ravens at the five because of, um, I mean, all the things you guys mentioned. The Ravens are four and one, five and one right now. And Lamar hasn't looked great. But their defense and running game is what has looked great. And, And honestly, in the playoffs, that's what matters the most. Um, big dog, what do you have at five? And then we'll round it out with your three guys so we can round out our top five power rankings. So after big dog, we'll go to Kyle and then to Josh. I have the Titans at five because they are really good at football. And I really like Mike Vrabel <laughs> and Kyle talking about how Vrabel's practicing doing sprints with the coaches really made me want to put him over the chiefs as the best football team, but <laughs> I did not cheat. So he's their fifth. So I was honest. Fifth okay. best team in football. I like that. Uh, Mike Pod today. Kyle, where are we at for five? Uh, going into this, uh, when we had to really quickly shotgun a power, uh, power top five power ranking before this. Yeah, uh, put you on the spot. I uh, originally had the Titans, but after hearing you guys talk about the Steelers, I'm a little convinced now that Steelers number five. I mean, that organization can draft a wide receiver like I've never seen before. I mean, it's the Chase people can – came out of nowhere this season and is all of a sudden just a top receiver um i mean and then again that again i'm going back to defense again but that defense proved against the uh uh browns last week that they're not to be reckoned with Mm -hmm. yeah i um i see okay i'm with i think the steelers are really good and i think so that's 3v1 i have the titans above the steelers i but like it's tough cuz i think it's all i think we're going to learn a lot this weekend obviously i think it's close i will lean titans but i think that we are in for maybe a potentially game of the year type uh, scenario here with this titans steelers game because the chiefs ravens was obviously a letdown um josh you give me your fifth team and then we're going to look a little we'll look at M- mvp futures and then we'll get into week 7 how's that sound so I'm more impe- uh, impressed by like the team the Buccaneers are like currently as of this moment. I'd love to put them in the top five, but the fact is the Ravens are what four and one right now, and their only loss coming against the best team in the league according to all our rankings. So I'm not going to put that too much against them. I'm putting the Ravens at at five right there for every. I'm not going to restate all the reasons. Their defense is really fucking good, and they're four and one. Yeah. I, I agree. For what it's worth, I had the Bills at six and the Packers, or I had the Bills at six and the Bucks at seven, excuse me. Where do you have the um, Bears? I don't know what the fuck to think of the Bears. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second, but like, I have, fuck if I know what's going on about that. All right, quickly, gentlemen, I wanted to talk about some NFL MVP odds. So, Josh, you mentioned earlier that uh, Russell Wilson was had the edge over Mahomes, and Vegas would agree with you. You can find Wilson. Wilson right now is minus 125, the massive favorite to win MVP. Patrick Mahomes at plus 400. Rodgers at plus 600. I believe Rodgers was the favorite before last week, but he's at plus 600 right now. That sounds right. Lamar at plus 1600 and Derek Henry plus 2500. Oh, quickly. Well, big Ben for you, big dog at plus 2800. 
value. Think about the value there. The, there's value there. So I'm not going to ask, like, obviously, Russell Wilson. Would we all agree Russell Wilson is the favorite as of right now? Yes? Yes. yes. Okay. So where is the value, gentlemen? Lamar Jackson, plus 1,600, I think. Because so. if he recency biases and goes off the last seven weeks, not a bad plus 1,600 guy. Okay, Kyle. I would use that same logic for recency bias, but with Patrick Mahomes at, would you say, plus 400? Plus 400 right now, yeah. I mean, he's they're, they're shaking off a Super Bowl hangover right now. He could go off the end of the season to try and squeeze him in that number one seed in AFC. So I think the value's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh, what are you thinking? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. If Mahomes at plus odds, anything is, is a fucking yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's plain, simple math. Arithmetic, yeah, baby. I, I would lean um the Mahomes there at the plus four hundred, but I definitely think if if you were to choose between Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, getting Lamar Jackson at plus sixteen hundred is the former MVP is kind Agreed. of tantalizing. Um, one thing I, this is just a question because I do think Mahomes would be like Wilson is the favorite, but if anyone replaced him, I guess it would be Mahomes. Before this pod, I was thinking about this, and I guess I'm a little higher on the Titans than everything else, everyone else, but. What would Derrick Henry have to do to win MVP? Rushing what, 30 touchdowns. Like he would need to break like LT's like record, to break and, LT's record and go over 2K or something like that. <laughs> What's he at right now? I kind of believe he's already on that pace. Yeah. Or do you guys think it's kind of we're, we're not in the days where a running back could win NFL MVP anymore, Kyle? I would rather take the value at Ryan Tannehill at plus 3,300 over Derrick Henry. Oh, I don't think it's a smart man. I don't think that a running back will win unless they break every running back record. I mean, if you look at all the favorites, the top, I mean, Derrick Henry and then the next highest person behind him is Baker Mayfield. So like the, the odds right now are all favored towards quarterbacks except him. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Oh, wow. So I, I, the reason I bring that up is because I think we are like, like you said, we're in an era where a running back for a running backs to win MVP, they are going to have to shatter like every record and then probably throw in like receiving yards to that too. Right. And yeah, have a terrible quarterback while they're at it and then somehow taking them to like the number two seed. So it's got to be the perfect storm. Yeah. Josh, what do you got? Um, he's actually on pace for about, Oh, oh my God, I can't do math right now, but he's on pace for about like, 1800 yards i think on the ground uh, i mean that's just given his his averages um because the last game was pretty inflated with the 200 yard game but i mean mm-hmm. i mean 1800 yards and let's say uh like 20 touchdowns you don't think that's gonna do it what do we think i i don't oh. think that will do it because i think we're gonna see wilson mahomes put up some numbers and some stuff that is just going to overshadow. But I think that is, I, I like to talk about that because it's just, it's crazy of how offensive player of the year, maybe, you know, I mean, right. They yeah. usually try to diversify a little bit. Yeah, that but. just also like side note, that makes no sense. Cause that, I feel like you're exactly right. They just try to diversify it. And it's like, okay, so we'll give Patrick Mahomes the MVP, but like, <laughs> The He's not the offense. He'd be playing defense occasionally, like, you know? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Gentlemen, Let's get into week seven. Um, we will be going through all the games we have. We, there's some games obviously up in the air because that's what this season has been like. But we are going to look at week seven and give out our best bets per usual. We're posting those on the Pineapple Couch Instagram and Twitter. Um, 
you can check in on that. We will have uh, Kyle will be joining us, I hope, for the rest of the season and putting out picks. It should be a good time, and we'll be able to um, – you can check our records there. But um, let's get into the first game I want to talk to you guys about here in Week 7. Man, it feels good to be talking about football and some games. Um, we have the Bills at the New York Jets. The Bills are going to be favored by 13 points here. Um, you can get the Jets' money line at plus 450 over under at uh 45 points uh guys we we've been talking about how we would love to just keep betting against the jets as much as we can and this is obviously a very pro stallion pro josh allen podcast are we comfortable with laying 13 points big I'm dog not. I, I i'm not them, but i'm not i'm not it's getting to that was weird like eventually the jets they just have to lose a little less worse for like the next eight weeks and then they'll get one win. I truly believe that. Kyle? I'm going to be honest. Uh, I did get this at 10 when it first, the lines first came out on Monday. However, if I didn't get it at 10, I would still take it at 12 and a half. I would still bet because if you've been betting the Jets all season like a smart person against the Jets all season like a smart person would, even if you lose this one, you know that you're still profiting from it. And then you're like, all right, now the bookies have caught up or the odds makers have caught up to the um, undefeatedness of the New York Jets betting against them. Okay, well, that's all I needed to hear. Um, you completely convinced me. I will take the Bills minus the points as a best bet. And um, so it's 13? It's 13 right now on Bavada. Um, yeah. You might be able to find it differently, but I'll take it at 13. Um, and then I will, I'm only taking one over under this week because I, Always do too goddamn many, and I fuck myself. Yeah, fuck them. But I love the over 45 in this game in the Bills Jets. I think they'll get over 45 points. So my two best, I have Are two best sure? bets. I mean, the, the Jets I, might score three. What's Josh Allen's going to put yeah. up 52 points? 52 okay. points. Um, I'm going to put a note right now. Cue the stallion music at 26 minutes into the podcast because um, I will take the Bills minus 13 and the over under. Of, uh, I'll take the over in 45 as a best bet. Josh, what are we thinking? Dude, Kyle, wait, Kyle, really quick. Is that a best bet of you? Bills minus 13? You know, we're going to do We're going to do a best bet there for sure. All right. I'm going to keep, keep bidding the Jets. Yeah. All right. Josh, what are you thinking? So, yeah, Kyle kind of alluded to it. Uh, but, yeah, the Jets are 0-6 against the spread so far. So Vegas still hasn't been able to keep keep up with them with how bad, how historically bad the Jets are. I mean, what's the chance they go 0-16 this season against the spread? I think 0-16 is very, very real. But like, oh, yeah, they might try to get Adam Gase fired. So this might be I a good week to get him fired. Worse, too. Is that like, like, yeah. I feel like what's happening is Vegas is trying to adjust, but the Jets, they as Vegas can't. adjusts, they just get worse. <laughs> you guys think the spread next week for the Chiefs games will hit 20? That's what we were talking about last that. week. It's like 21 <laughs> or 22. So, depending on how bad this game is. Yeah, like if the Bills. I think it's going to hit 20. Easily, I think it's going to hit 20. I think it's going to hit 22, especially if the Chiefs. Too, which, you know what? If if the Bills hit this week, I'm betting that next week. <laughs> yep, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. And Andrew is too because we said we'd bet all yeah, the we, Chiefs. We take spreads. every Chiefs line now. And I hate this. <laughs> and I hate minus 10. I like the Broncos. I have a crush on the Broncos defense. Oh, no. oh you and Drew Locke. Really cute. All right. Okay. So we're moving on from that game. Let's go into this next game. We got the Panthers at the Saints. The Saints are favored by a touchdown, seven points. Panthers, you can get their money line at plus 275, over under at 51. Big dog, you put your hand in the air. Start us One off. One question. 
Is McCaffrey back this week? Yes or no? Nope. No. Oh, oh yeah. Give me the seven and a half, baby. Panthers all the way. Seven and oh a half. Oh, my God. Give me the points. Seven, seven, seven. Okay, seven. seven. Give me seven. seven. All right. Fine. Yeah. Panthers seven. Okay. Um, Kyle, what do you think about this game? I'm same thing. And that's a best bet for me. Seven and a half or seven for the Panthers because Michael, <laughs> Thomas, Michael Thomas has another injury now. So he's, he's probably going to punch someone too. Yeah, wait, wait, yeah. Did he have a off the field issue last week? Yeah, he punched his punch teammate in the face. <laughs> Who? I can't remember. I I was it a teammate? I thought it was like a coach or like a oh, like a worse. receiver. It was like it was like a it was a training staff person. I thought it was it was somebody on staff. I thought that's what I heard. I, oh, okay, maybe that's. I don't what have it. the facts. That makes more sense because he got rather have. A bowl of soup thrown at you like J.R. Smith or get punched in the face. Soup. <laughs> soup. I don't want to take a punch from Michael Thomas. I feel like that fucking hurt. Okay, so soup is way um, funnier. Big honestly. Dog and Kyle are both on the Panthers plus seven. Soup I am this is a I would lean the Panthers plus seven, but that is not a best bet for me. Josh, so two of the Three people who have talked have taken your Panthers, and I guess Christian McCaffrey's not playing. There's the only reason why. Like, are you fucking? You... I'm. You know what? I feel partly guilty for talking God up the Panthers it. for You're so much. Jinx it now. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever three people do it, it always gets jinked, and you're friends with Mike Davis. What are the odds? And then hey, I listen, woke he up. He told me he gave me a little insider knowledge. He told me he his, he feels really good this Sunday, so I'm expecting <laughs> okay. 300 yards. Four touchdowns. All right. We got Panthers at plus seven for you boys there on the best bets. We'll get. I wasn't going to take that until you guys started talking about it. That's what happens to me every week, Josh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to this next game. We got the Browns at the Bengals. The Browns coming off being so overhyped going into that game against the Steelers. I felt like that Steelers minus three and a half was just stealing money. Um, now, the Joe Burrow Bengals are kind of like there's moments where you're like, oh, there's Joe Joe Burrow. You think he's going to be good? And there's moments like, Jesus, are the Bengals going to kill Joe Burrow because they're this bad? I don't really know what to think about this game. I would lean Browns minus three, but I've learned to not trust Baker Mayfield with the best bet. Kyle, what is your initial reaction to this Browns-Bengals game? So we saw last week with the Browns that if you pressure Baker Mayfield, that if you make him make all the decisions, he's going to he's gonna shit a brick the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the Cincinnati defense does not have great pressure. So I don't think that they'll be able to stop the run, and I don't think they'll be able to put Baker Mayfield in a position where he's under pressure. So I'm going to have to lean towards the Browns minus three, even though they had a terrible outing last week, but mm-hmm. definitely not a best bet. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, Big Dog, what do you, where's your head at right now? I just really like Burrow. So I and I almost want to like I'm not make it an official bet, but let me tell you, I'm going to – I'm taking the money line on a side Ooh. bet this week. Okay, Bengals. I like that. That that That's horny. That's horny. Josh, anything? So I'm staying away from this, and the reason why is because Baker's not 100%. And he wasn't 100% in that Steelers game. And if it's 100% Baker Mayfield without, what was it, like a rib issue, I think. Um, a cracked rib, maybe. I don't know. Um, 
I, I, I would take this Browns line easily, but the fact is that we could just get like an absolute shit show from Baker Mayfield. And I don't care. Yeah, who the Browns is. are like, I think since they like last year, it was really fun to bet against the Browns, but they have been the most like just, I guess, well, the Falcons and the Chargers suck to bet on, but the Browns are just like week to week. Like what the, f- like, I feel like nationally, it's like the, the opinion on them changes so goddamn much. And like this yeah. week, wasn't Stephen A. Smith calling for OBJ to demand a trade from Cleveland, right? Yeah. That yeah. time of year it happens once a year, every year. <laughs> like, we're just going to keep doing that. So, um, yeah, I uh, had to stay away for sure. Um, let's go into we got two shit games. I don't want to spend too much time on unless one of you boys has a best bet. I'll let you take the stage. I mean, Cowboys at the Washington football team, Josh's favorite team. Obviously, Cowboys are going to be favored by a point after the miserable Andy Dalton showing. You can get the Washington football team money line at minus 105 over under at 46 anyone have any plays on this i, I don't want to fucking touch that <laughs> kyle we were texting about this earlier fuck betting on the nfc east not it never again never again yeah it's just yeah i'm sticking to my resolution I'm, I'm not betting on the NS, nfc east like at all yeah. especially and i respect games. that all right, so let's go on. Here's another shit game, but we'll see if anyone has a play on it. Um, the Lions at the Falcons. You can get the Falcons. They're favored by two points. Lions money line at plus 115 over under 55. I have no idea what to think of the Atlanta Falcons now that Dan Quinn's not there. So it's like maybe there's some sort of positiveness. But I also think that every single player on the Atlanta Falcons team will never recover because of that 28-3 to loss. Um, anyone have a play on this game? Nope. I yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. I would, it, sorry. Josh, uh, I would Josh? I would lean Falcons on this game, but I still I don't know if the Lions are good. Uh, this isn't the best bet as all at all, but like yeah. uh Falcons minus two when I think their offense is finally getting going, it looked like, but it was you know, like last week, I guess it, mm-hmm. it was kind of a shit show anyways. But I mean Julio looked really fucking good, like vintage Julio. And maybe Matt Ryan just slings it from here on out. Uh, that's that's the case for the Falcons because I just don't fucking like the Lions at all. Yeah. Okay. So let's um, move on here. We got a good game here. Uh, the Packers at the Texans. I believe me and Andrew both on like Monday took Packers minus four, and now it's minus three and a half. So I'll take the. I mean, I I bet it. It's a best bet. I'm gonna take the Packers minus four. I'm gonna be a man of my word. That's the best bet for me. I um, think that the Packers are somewhat frauds, like we discussed earlier with that, like they were last year, and then obviously what Tampa Bay exposed in them. Um, But I don't believe in the Texans. I just think they're so sketchy. I think the Packers will bounce back. I think Aaron Rodgers is pissed off. So I'm going to stay with that. Big Dog, are you staying with it? It's three and a half or four. Because, I mean, I have it at three and a half. It's at three and a half right now. I got it at four on Monday. Uh, okay. So for we can put it at three and a half. I don't know. Lock it. Lock at three and a half. Because that's okay. what I said I was going to do. Lock? That's going to be your lock? Because okay. it has to be. They have to bounce back because they're five and one. The Bears are chasing them. Like, they have to beat the Texans. Yeah. Even though I don't like betting against Deshaun Watson. Kyle, what are you thinking? So I am leaning Packers. Uh, only reason I'm leaning is because of the terrible outing last week. However, I will have a best bet. On the over for this game. Ooh, I, I love good over. 50, yeah. 50, 50 is extremely high. 
But these are two teams. If there's one thing both these teams know how to do, it's score points. And I think someone's going to get up quick, whether it's the, the Packers or the Texans, and it's going to be a shootout constantly back and forth. Um, I don't think either team has a good defense. Um, Green Bay does have the one good cornerback, but then they still have to worry about um, either Brandon Cooks or Will Fuller. Um, I think the over is going to hit on this one. Yeah. I, I, someone's got to get 40 points for me. <laughs> I like What's the that. over again. Uh, quick, it's 57, but a quick Oof. question is Bak- Bakhtari – the best defensive or offensive lineman on the package is he out for the year? Do we know the status of that guy's injury? I'll look it up. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he was out on. Um, I think he got injured in the beginning of that game, and they just kept bringing it up. So, I mean, I I still would take the Packers, and I do think that a Texans Packers game would lend to an over. I'm not too off on that, Josh. Um, not out for the season, by the way. No, it looks like it's he. He allegedly avoided a serious injury, not believed okay. to be serious. So he's actually questionable for this week. So he oh. could actually be back this Sunday. Well, that's um, good. I, I would probably lean the other way on that, though. But but yeah, he's a big, big miss for them. I'm making this a best bet as well, though. Packers minus three and a half. Uh, let's go. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to bounce back easily. The Texans are a bad defense. I think he's got a lot to prove out there. And I also imagine his MVP odds are probably going to skyrocket from this game too, potentially. Um, but I I love the over on this as well, but I'm not betting that because overs have screwed me all season long, and and 57 is just too many points. The I under think was it's a, it's a doozy. Yeah, it was. So like Kyle, I'm with you. I've been betting overs all year, and last weekend the unders just I don't know the exact record, but it was like fucking like 10 and 2 like something like i think it was like 94 or something ridiculous like that like so um we'll see yeah let's go i'm gonna cool it on overs let's look at what i will say is the game of the week it is the pittsburgh steelers at the tennessee titans obviously we did our power rankings earlier um the titans are favored at minus one the steelers money line is even over under is at 50 and a half and um, gentlemen, I'm I have a best bet Titans minus one. I think the Titans. I think this is like a really like a line in the sand game. We'll figure out a lot from this game. I understand all the reasons you guys are probably going to take the Steelers, but I will take the Titans because I do have them at number two, and I think they will be able to win this game by not making too many mistakes. That's a best bet Titans minus one. Let me hear what you guys have to say. We'll start with a big dog. Well, my number two team in the power rankings. With the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I, I like will be it. taking I'm just gonna take the money line. Fuck it. Give me the money line. Yeah, money line at even. I like that. All right, uh Kyle. If I'm gonna be a man of my word and talk about how I switched the Titans for the <laughs> switch the Titans at number five for now the Steelers at number five, I've gotta take again, I'm gonna agree with uh Big Dog here and say money line Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'm also gonna make that a best bet. Oh, this go, is, go. we got a lot on the line. We got a lot on the line this weekend, boys. Sunday night will definitely be an interesting podcast for either all three of you will be celebrating or all three of you will be sad and I will be celebrating. So uh, I goes, Josh, I assume you're going to fucking lock the Steelers money line right now, aren't you? This isn't my lock, actually. Well, I mean, but, you're going to best bet it. But yeah, I, uh, no. yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take this one. Um, I'm going to take Steelers' money line. Let's do it. I was debating on, I don't know if I was going to take the plus one or not. And I was like, 
It's totally going to be 28 to 27. That's going to be the, you know what? I'm going to take the plus one because fuck you guys. Josh with the low. Josh takes the plus one. Two money lines. You don't even believe in this. You don't even like Big Ben. I'll take controversy here. All right. Big Ben was in Washington. Let's look at another game here. Kyle, do we have a line? On the Bucks at Raiders, I know that was moved to Sunday at 105, but we kind of think that's going to go to Tuesday. Do we know what's so, going on there? Yeah, it opened at I think minus two and a half the Bucks, and now when, when before it got the line got closed because it looks like they don't even have it online anymore. Uh, it was it was at minus four the last I saw. Okay, um, so this won't be a best bet for any of us, I guess. Um, because if it happens on uh, Monday or Tuesday, we'll be able to talk Sunday night and get that best bet out there. Um, so, But just for the purpose of conversation, let's say it is at that minus four, like you said, Kyle. How, as a Raiders fan, the Raiders just beat the fucking Chiefs and had a bye. You, uh, what the Bucks did, what do you think of this game? I, the only reason I'm not making this a best bet is because I'd hate to make a best bet against my own team. But I am going to have to go Tampa Bay minus four on this one. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, this, this, is a, this is a good Raiders fan. So here's my question, though, Kyle. When we're looking at the AFC playoff picture, I think a lot of us have penciled in the loser of the AFC North, I, like the Steelers or Ravens, to make that division. And then so when you look at the other teams in this division, so it's kind of in the AFC, it's like it's the Patriots or the Bills in winning that uh, AFC East. It's the Titans or the Colts. Or the Dolphins. Okay. But so are the Raiders, do you believe in their wild card chances? Because they are, I would say, the second best team in the AFC West. I, looking at just, again, this is going to be a little bit recency bias, but with the way the Bills and Patriots have been performing and people being able to actually – pick holes in those offenses that were so strong and be able to figure out what the issues are and kind of exploit those does give me a little confidence. Um, but I've, I've been watching Gr- uh, John Gruden now for three years and I honestly have no faith in John Gruden at all. <laughs> I hate to say it. I usually fade the Raiders most weeks out of spite. And when I'm wrong, the Raiders win, so it's not that bad. And when I'm right, I, I respect that. Yeah. I, I respect that. I respect that so much. Okay, so I would lean um, Bucks minus four. I wouldn't take a best bet on it, though, because even though I very much dislike the Raiders, even though Kyle has made me like the Raiders a little more because he's a very gracious Raiders fan, they scare me a little. They scare me a little. The offensive line injuries, though, is what would make me lean Tampa Bay. But um, I think we'll have the same conversation on Sunday night if this game is postponed. Like, I th- think we all think. Kyle, what's up? One quick thing. Their offense does look better than it has since 2015, which is like every year they're supposed to have a good offense and they never do. And then this year it's finally coming to fruition. So mm-hmm. that's a nice change to see. Mm-hmm. Andrew, what are you thinking? Is this because 2015, I believe, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong. That was the year Derek Carr looked really good. Yeah, pre-broken leg. Big dog, what are you thinking? I would lean Tampa Bay just because I think they've kind of get better since like week four or five, and they're just going to keep getting better, and the more Tom Brady is around them, and the more they'll believe. So I'd lean Tampa Bay. Okay, Josh? 
Yeah, no, I'd probably hop in with Andrew there, but I, I still think Tampa Bay really scares me. This is the, the last week was the only week that I thought they looked like fucking dominant is the thing. And I mean, I mm-hmm. it's just it's small sample size and that scares me is all. But I would definitely mm-hmm. it's a it's a small line. So I think okay. four points isn't too bad. Well, perfect, because we will probably have this conversation again on Sunday night. Let's look again at um, some more lines from this weekend. Uh, this is a game I don't have a play on this game, and it's even though I love the Chargers and I love Justin Herbert, you have the um, Chargers favored by 7.5, the Jags at plus 290 on the money line, over under at 49. I've been a Chargers fan my entire life. It should be an absolute human lock to bet against them at plus seven and a half because the Chargers are either going to win by one or two or lose on a missed field goal. I love betting the Chargers at plus seven and a half, even against really any teams, because it's like the Chargers are so bad that they will play good teams close to give you hope. Um, Andrew, are you as like? I mean, I Chargers minus seven. Play to their competition. I can. I will never. It's going to be a three or four point game. Um, Kyle, I am sure you are enjoying this. Do you have a best (laughs) bet on this? I love Gardner Minshew, which is the tough thing too. You know, I do lean. Honestly, I do lean the Chargers a little bit. I really like what I've seen out of Herbert. Um, I know it's it's so nice. One thing I would look at betting this game would be the passing yards over for Herbert. Because if you've looked at the passing yards overs this year, they've been around like 240 to 250 every single game for most quarterbacks. And mm-hmm. I feel like Herbert's just going to be slinging the ball this game. And he's proven that he can. Yeah, he's had a couple st- – like, is it his last three? He's had over 300 yards? Yeah. So oh, that's maybe, a fucking fire bet. I like that. we got to wait till the lines come out for that because it, it might yeah. be a little because of it. But the averages this year have been around like 240, 250. So – if it stays mm-hmm. true to the average, then it, I think it'd be a good bet to be over there. Well, definitely what we'll do is um, when those lines come out, we will, the four of us will talk about it, and we can put out maybe some of those lines on the Twitter, Instagram thing. Just throw those out there. I like yeah, that a lot. We do like a congregated prop bet thing. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I've been loving betting on prop bets on George Kittle. I did that last weekend against uh, – what was the 49ers? It was the 49ers Rams. Kittle hit both yep. of those. Um, Josh, do you have a play on Jags Chargers or? Uh, no, I'm actually really looking forward to this game, though. Actually, I think this is going to be kind of fun. Surprisingly, I, I seriously think I, I think it's two relatively mediocre defenses. Jags are pretty bad. Two but fun I think quarterbacks. Two fun quarterbacks. And I think they're two electric offenses. I think that it's going to be it's going to be. Wow. Pun on Chargers there with electric. My bad. Oh, um, <laughs> anyhow. Uh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a fun game. I like both these guys, Gardner and Herbert. Obviously, uh, uh, our our child, uh, Justin. Our Herbert. child, I love him. Um, he's my sweet prince. All right, let's look into the next game we have. We have the Chiefs at the Broncos. I'm a, I am gonna just gonna let you know, Andrew and I have it locked as uh, I don't even know not I locked. Care. Best bet: it. Chiefs minus nine and a half against the Broncos. We said we would do this. You get the Broncos money line at plus three fifty over under forty five and a half. Andrew and I are spoken for because we are men of our word. Um, Josh, start it off and then kick it to Kyle on what you're thinking about this game. Yeah, I just had a question for Andrew. Why do you why do you like the Broncos so much? What have they done this season to make you There's like them that about, much? I mean, they have a defense. I just think they can play competitive. Like they've beat they beat the Patriots, right? Last week. Yeah. Two weeks ago. That was what 
I know the Patriots look really bad, but it's like you catch the Chiefs. The Chiefs lost to the fucking Raiders, guys. I mean, you can catch a team on a bad week, and 10 points is a lot. It's all easy, easy. Pump the brakes. That's why, Josh. Okay. No, no, so no that's, con- that's fair. Yeah. Now we're, Josh, now we're enemies. <laughs> but what are you thinking about uh, Pat's, uh, or not Pat, uh, Chiefs Broncos here, Josh? Do you like the Chiefs minus nine and a half? I do, but I just don't like laying that much because I'm I'm a little worried. Is all that's that's the the one thing is okay. maybe Andrew's right. Maybe the Broncos are are the second best team in the AFC West. He told me off oh. camera. So I, I, I'm just wow. <laughs> yeah, hey, I love Denver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the donkeys, God damn it, Kyle, talk some sense into me. What are we thinking about this Chiefs Broncos game? I mean, I lean Chiefs. I just you know with that defense the Broncos do have. To Andrew's credit here, they do have a great defense. Um, I would think I'd rather take this on a tease than straight up spread for the for the Chiefs, just because I don't know if they're going to get that much separation. But I lean, I still lean nine and a half Chiefs. Okay, yep, I I agree with you there. Um, let's look into our next game here. This is a game I actually didn't know this game was happening this weekend until I looked at the lines. I felt like I should have known about it. We got the 49ers at the Patriots. So the 49ers coming off that win against the Rams of, and the whole question is, are the 49ers back to what they were last season? I think that is up in the air. And the Patriots are obviously coming off that loss to the Broncos. The Patriots are favored by two points. You can get the 49ers money line at plus 110, over under at 43 and a half. Gentlemen, I'm going to start with the best bet. I'm inspired by some of your money line picks earlier. Because as my dad says, he loves a Moneyline dog. And in honor of my dad, in honor because I saw what I loved last year from the Niners, which is the, the running game, and I know Mostert's out, but like I think Jimmy G and Kittle can get it going. I don't believe that much in the Patriots anymore, as stupid as that sounds, against Bill Belichick. I don't think... I'm taking the Niners' money line at plus 110. That's a best bet. Big dog... I'm leaning the Patriots just because I, I can't imagine a world where they lose three straight games. I can't imagine it. Kyle? I am also leaning Niners. Um, wouldn't bet it. I'm curious to know, though, who's who's the running back for the Niners now? Is McKinnon out? I believe it's McKinnon. I I'll think he double- was expected to play. Um, oh, Josh, can you double-check that? I know. Yeah, um, I know um, Moster is out and um, Coleman, I believe, but I believe McKinnon is ready to go. For me, as good as I think Mostert is, I think the 49ers, the strength is from their offensive line and the way they can push. And so if they can, I feel like if McKinnon's healthy, they could sub him in. And if they can get Jimmy G doing the play action, I think that opens everything up. Yeah, I think, I was going to say, if if they can get that push, and I don't think Patriots defense is that good, I hate to be the overs whore this round here, but forty three and a half points with a minus looking at that. with a that, minus two spread. Oh, what's it going to be? Really, it's going to be like twenty three to twenty one final score. It's like the Giants Eagles tonight, man. Like, do we think these teams are as shitty as those? I don't yeah, think so. And that's going to be a best bet for me is the over Ooh. on the Patriots game forty three and a half. Oh, he's, like he's healthy. That. By the way, McKinnon. McKinnon, uh, McKinnon is healthy. Yeah, okay. So he's he's good to go. Then um, I think that over is that's a nice bet. That's a nice bet. Um, I, Josh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm actually gonna lock 
this game. Um, I'm making two bets on this game. Oh, first off, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock the over actually because uh, for, for all those reasons, Kyle said. Yeah, I, oh, I like the over. Kyle, too. you wait really quick. Kyle, you get one lock each week. I should have explained this to you before. You can do it at the end when you're looking at all your bets and just choose your lock because I didn't pre warn you. But I just would let you know that I I fade my own locks because I'll go really well. Yeah, I could go seven and one in a week, <laughs> and my one loss will be my lock. So okay, perfect. I haven't <laughs> my the game hasn't come up yet for my lock, so that's perfect. Yeah, perfect. So Josh, sorry to interrupt. Keep going. No, no, it's fine. Over forty three and a half, or what is it? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, forty three yeah. and a half. Yeah. Wow, Jesus. I thought I was looking at the wrong game. That's... Yeah, that's that's easy. Um, I think that both these offenses are decent. And I think they're going to get okay, going. I'm in. I'm in on that's the best bet for me too. I'm in. Here's here's the reason though why I think Pat's minus two is also a really good bet because I was debating on whether or not I wanted that as the lock or the over, and I decided on the over uh, because I think the over is actually easier for all the reasons. Belichick's not going to lose three games in a row. It's in Foxborough. Cam Newton is coming back, and he came back last week. He looked bad, but he didn't practice with that team at all. He was like, it sounded like he barely came back from COVID, and they just threw him in the game. You know, I, I think it's it's more a result of that. I think they're going to come back strong. And I think this Patriots team is better than what they've shown us. And I think they're the second best team easily, if that, in this in the AFC East. And this is a must-win game for them. So I mm. think they got to win this. Plus, it's a must-win Jimmy both G- teams. It is. But it's a revenge game for Jimmy G. But it's Belichick's Jimmy G. He knows how to scheme around him. I'm telling you right now. Oh, I think Josh, that was a great play. I forgot great about Jimmy G. They're gonna Belichick. fuck him over. Oh Are God. you ki- like they're gonna they're gonna do exactly three Belichick's weeks in a row mind games with this dude? Brian Pass has a concerned look. Look at him. He loves Bill. Bill Belichick. <laughs> I, I like the Forty ers money line still. I think that this Patriots team can't score fast enough, and I think this Forty ers if they're operating on the right cylinders, can. Um, but okay, let's move on. I'm I'm about to approach my lock. The Seahawks are at the Arizona Cardinals. The Seahawks are favored by three and a half. You can get that at even odds. Um, and then the Arizona Cardinals money line is at plus one sixty over under fifty six. Gentlemen, my lock this week, fade it if you want, is the Seattle Seahawks at minus three and a half. I think they are a lot better than the Arizona Cardinals. Kyle, you clapped. I'll go to you. That is my ironclad lock right there. Um, I'm sure you guys watched that Cowboys game with the Cardinals. Kyler Mm -hmm. Murray. Unfortunately. Kyler Murray, great runner. But, man, he underthrew DeAndre Hopkins about five times. Oh, I mean, it was like the the Cardinals should have won by 30. Three of them were just a flat route. He underthrew them. And then he he overthrew Larry Fitzgerald on a 10-yard pass in the end zone. And I do not like what I see from him at all. I think they're a little overvalued right now because they're coming off two 20-point-plus wins. Um, I think that line should be at, like, seven Seattle. I don't know why it's at three and a half still. I mean, because we all we did the power rankings, and we all had yeah. Seattle in that top five. And I I just think that, like, I why I'm locking this, I'm, on, I'm totally on board with you, Kyle. This is the time where the, the Cardinals are being overvalued, in my opinion. The fact that the Cardinals are over, like, a football number— I, I I don't know. Like, I just think that, like, three and a half, that, like, what, are the fucking, like, Raiders and Broncos playing? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, two, like, hey, yeah. hey you know what I mean? But, like, this is the fucking, 
Seahawks versus the Cardinals. Like the Seahawks are this team that we think, I think all of us, right? Or Kyle, I guess you have the Bucks in the NFC, but the Seahawks are the number two. Like, do we, I don't think the Cardinals are in their category. And that's why I have this as a lock. Big dog, Josh, yep. what do you guys have? Best bet, Seattle, three and a half. Same, I mean, coming off a bye, Cardinals kind of like they won last week, but they didn't really look that good. Um, they played against half like, is not, that it should was be five or six the points. Ugliest easily. game. Oh my god, that like we recorded actually our Monday night pod after that game, and we were all kind of tired. And I will accredit that all too. That game was just boring as shit. It was just awful. Like, yeah, Kyle, like Kyle, big dog, and I are all on Seahawks minus three and a half. Kyle, both Kyle and I both have that as locks. Josh, what do you have on this? So I also am. I'm hopping in. Oh, um, we're all I, we're all in the hole. I love it. I, you know, I I was thinking about making this a lock too, but just based on how close Seattle games are, I'm a little worried it could be less than a field goal this game because they what they beat the Vikings by like two points or something, one point I think because yeah they didn't they didn't cover or you had that like plus three t- or minus three T's and you didn't get it something yeah. like that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think if it was minus seven or six though, I wouldn't take it because I think Seattle would play it closer than that. And that's what scares me. But three and a half is too low it, for all the reasons you guys said, the Cardinals aren't that great. They're still being overvalued this from here on out. They're going to be at least like five point underdogs. I think in almost every, any other game, ex- unless they play the NFC East again or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. So gentlemen, let's look at, um, this Sunday night football game that we have. So it's no longer the Raiders bucks, which is really a bummer. Cause I mean, I know Kyle agrees cause he's a Raiders fan, but I was actually really excited to see that Sunday night football Brady in the new, the death star is that they call it the death star, right? That the, or the, toilet bowl, the black toilet bowl. Yeah. it's, I would have loved to see that, but what we have is actually, I think a good game or a game. We will learn a lot about both teams potentially. It is the Bears at the Rams. The Rams, you can find this is the Sunday night football game. Oh, um, wait, this is Monday, isn't it? Oh, you're right. So 1025. Okay, sorry. Excuse me. So Seahawks, Arizona was um, changed. Was, that is now the Sunday night football game. So what we'll do is, gentlemen, because we will do this on Sunday night after these games, we'll probably talk about this Bears-Rams games and pick it out. But we'll just do a little preview before we wrap things up because maybe the line will change. If anyone has, like, a best bet on this, we can throw it out now before the line change. But, again, we will talk about this on Sunday night. This is the Monday Night Football game. Bears at Rams. Rams are favored by six. You can get the Bears money line at plus 215. Over, under 45. Any of you have early plays on this? Big Dog does. What's up? You know how I feel about the Rams, how I feel about Jared Goff. I only like Sean McVay, part of that team, and I guess Aaron Donald's pretty good, too. Bears plus six. If you're getting six, I mean, they're five and one. Nick Foles is... That's the best bet? That's the best bet. Plus six, Bears. Okay, I like you getting that in early. Josh, Kyle, you have any action or opinions on this? Yeah, yeah I'm also hopping in plus six. And honestly, plus 215 for the money line is kind of crazy. I... I said the same thing uh, last pod, too. But like the, plus 165, you know? Exactly. I, I probably would take this bet. It's not a best bet, but I think I'm going to put, like, $5, $10 on that 215 money line. But, like, because that's really good odds, and I think the Bears can easily win this game. They fucking destroyed the Rams the year they went to the Super Bowl. Granted, that defense was much better for Chicago that year. But, like, this—they kind of—it was still the Maggie Bears— 
they fucked up Jared Goff and this McVay mm-hmm. offense. Something mean. And I like the Bears, and I don't know why. And the biggest red flag to me, too, as well, we talked about this as well, the Rams have only won against the NFC East. Only That's against so the bad. NFC East. I'm taking that... Bears plus six. Kyle, what are you thinking? Uh, I saw a stat actually yesterday. Jared Goff, five interceptions, zero touchdowns all time against the Bears. So I <laughs> I bet, that you, I bet that's like 16 teams, though. So it's not yeah, that that's, yeah. <laughs> He's so bad. Uh, yeah. He has, he has a bad time against the I Bears. I feel so uh, much better. Thank you, Kyle. Definitely. <laughs> Good God. Uh, so, Kyle, do you have a play on this, or are we going to wait till Sunday night to maybe yeah, discuss? Sunday morning about 9. Oh, I guess that's Sunday night. Uh, no, Monday night. Excuse me. Monday night. So we could discuss this Sunday night before the I Monday. Think the line's going to drop, boys. I'm t- that Bears line is going to go down right now. I'm telling you right now. I don't think okay, it's I'll, I'll, though. Take the Rams, I'll, t- I'll take Bears uh, plus six. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with all the things you're saying. I, I believe in Sean McVay, but I think that this Bears value is good. That'll be a best bet. All right, guys, let's wrap up this podcast by looking at our best bets. And a reminder, you can check us out at the Pineapple Couch on Instagram and Twitter, where we'll be posting a graphic of um, all the lines for this upcoming weekend, as well as some various stats that may help you make your picks. And then at the end of it, we'll be giving you our picks. So we're going to run through our best bets right now for this week, if you guys don't mind. Big Dog, do you mind starting us off? Not at all. What's your record, too? Yeah, 19-11 on the year. My locks, 2-3. and three. Taking the Packers again to get to a nice even. You're, yeah, three, Andrew, three, you're 20-11. and 11, just 20 like. and 11, yeah, thank gonna, you. I was going to correct you there, too. You lost a win. I appreciate it, boys. 20-11. and 11, Packers are my lock at 3.5. Panthers plus 7.5. Steelers plus 1. Seattle minus 3.5. Bears plus 6. All right, um, Kyle, let's go to you. You're uh, Actually, you've never lost this year, Kyle, so shout out to you. You're undefeated. <laughs> Uh, I, I did not realize I had to write these down, so that's my bad. So if I recall no correctly, worries. I we had— can add them to the graphic, too, so no okay. stress at all. So I had Bills minus 13, uh, Panthers minus 7.5. I had the over in plus the— plus, plus, plus plus 7.5. Right, I had the over in the Houston Green Bay game, Steelers mm-hmm. plus 1, and then my ironclad was Seattle minus 3.5, and, and then I forgot Niners also over 43.5. There you go. I think you got all of them. I will double check, though, for you before we put out that graphic. Um, Josh, why don't you hit us with your best bets, and then I'll go, and we'll wrap up episode 52, and we'll get ready for NFL Week 7. I'm very excited. So I'm uh, 17, 10, and 3 on the year. I uh, have the Panthers plus 7.5, Packers minus 3.5, Steelers plus (laughs) 1, I feel like I should lose points if I don't get that one, or if if that one hits and the money line hits or something. I just feel like it's is not as big of a bet for some reason, you know? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, because you backstabbed them. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which my- means, because I said plus one, I did take the Steelers. You might as well take the Titans. Minus one. Never, never <laughs> um, and then I have the Pats minus two, and my lock is the over 43 and a half on that Pats-Niners game. Seahawks minus three and a half and the Bears plus six. And I'm also taking the Bears money line, but not as best bet. But just okay. 
I think it's good. I help. like that. And we'll also approach that again on Sunday night for those Monday night games because theoretically we might be having to re-talk about this whole Bucks raiders game on that night. Um, all right, I'll give you my best uh, best bets. I'm 30-21-2 on the year. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs minus 9.5. I'm going to take the 49ers money line. I'm going to take the Seahawks minus 3.5. That's going to be my lock. I will take the Bills minus 12.5. I will take the Packers minus four. It's at three and a half right now, but I actually put in that bet on Monday, so I'll be a man of my word. Packers wow. minus four. Um, Titans minus one against the Steelers against all you boys. I'm sorry. I just I, I like that Titans team. I'm going to take the over in the Bills-Jets game over 45. Um, I just believe the Bills are have gone through some tough games and are going to take it out on the Jets. 49, 49ers Patriots over 43 and a half. I think that that is like too low of a line for two teams i don't think that are that bad and then for the monday night game i will take bears plus six um again you can find all our picks and um all the lines for sunday's games as well as monday tuesday whatever it is on the pineapple couch on instagram and um, twitter we'll update it as well we'll have our best bets there and we will be talking again on sunday night recapping all these games and potentially breaking down some more um Thank you to Andrew and Josh as always. And Kyle, what an epic debut! Uh, Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. it awesome. I think I think you are um, you fit in just well, and we hope to have you as much as we can every episode throughout the year. Um, because uh, to the moon, gentlemen, we're gonna, we're not stopping. We're taking this thing to the moon. Um, all right, this has been NFL Week Seven preview. Stay tuned. We're gonna have some trivia next. You're not going to want to miss that a old uh, a rivalry, you could say. Uh, but thank you to Big Dog. Thank you to Josh. And thank you to Kyle. It's been the Pineapple Couch. Stay tuned. I, we'll be right back. You're forgetting something. Fuck LeBron. There you go. All right. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Pineapple Couch Trivia. And boy, do we have a matchup for you folks today. Um, some returning competitors as well as some new faces. It's going to be a 3v3 matchup. And we're going to start keeping track of records here, folks, and develop maybe some sort of bracket for here. But we have our first two teams. Uh, the first team we have is Eric and Jonah and Elliot. How you boys doing? Great. Oh, great, great to be here, Brian. Good to hear from all of you. And yeah, our other team is Adam, Robbie, and Cody. How you boys doing? Fantastic. First time, right. long time. It's it's an absolute treat to have you guys on. Um, let's go through the basic rules of trivia. We're going to do 12 rounds of trivia. Um, each round is going to be a category. Each team will get an opportunity to answer a question in that category. If you get that category wrong, the other team can steal that question by answering it right. Um, you're going to get one double per the match. So before, um, when I announce the category of the round, you'll have an opportunity to double that round. So you would get two points. Um, for example, though, let's say Adam, um, Robbie, and Cody double and they get it wrong. Elliot, Eric, and Jonah, if they steal that, they get two points. 
So that's how that will work. You also get this is new one phone a friend. And the rules to the phone a friend are if they don't answer, that's your phone a friend. So it's going to be tough. But um, any questions about the rules? Or are we good to go? Is this the first time you've done phone a friend or has it worked before? First time we've done phone a friend. So this is a this is an experiment. You guys asked for it last time. So. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's a great addition. We'll see if it pans out. We're calling Chris. Chris. Yeah, Chris. I'm calling Elliot. Throw someone on speaker. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, shoot, people. everyone I want to come on here. All right, so... That's um, good. Like, my mind. This would be the best for sports questions. The new... Um, since um, Cody, Robbie, and Adam have not been on before, they will have the option to go first or second to start it off, and then we will just switch off at the beginning of each round. Um, you boys have the decision. Do you want to go first or second for the first round? We will defer... Okay, the first round is where did they go to college? Um, and uh, Eric, like Elliot, and Jonah will be starting that off. Does anyone want to double on this round? Uh, I don't want to. Is this across all categories of people? It's um, sports. Okay, we're talking sports. No, I'm going to pass on the, uh, on the doubling. Pass on double. All right. To Jonah. Thanks, Jonah. Eric and Elliot. Yeah, where did Jimmy Butler go to college? Uh, that's on you. I don't know this one. I knew this one. Would Chris know? Absolutely. Do we want to use our <laughs> right on the first thing? Well, we're going to use it on a sports category, and there's going to be probably two more. So the MLB Is it uh, 15 seconds? Is it Marquette? Let's just use it. No. I'm going to go with... <clears throat> Why do I don't want to say like Arizona? Uh, Elliot, turn your mic up a bit, or just talk a little louder. All right. How does how does that sound? You're good. You're good. Um, you guys have about five to seven seconds. I don't. I don't know. Elliot, do we want to use our phone, friend? No. All right. No idea. Sure. Arizona. Arizona. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yes, it is. That is incorrect. To Adam, Robbie, and Cody. Where did Jimmy Butler go to college? I think it is Marquette. Uh, that was, that was, I liked it, Marquette. It sounded right. Yeah. Marquette. <laughs> Cody? I don't, I don't know. Care to weigh in? So low-key school, Marquette. I don't know. I think it's like either Marquette or, or Xavier, but I can see him in that like blue, light blue, yellow striped jersey. I'd say, I'd say we lock in Marquette. I'd say so. I agree. Lock it in. Lock in Marquette. That is correct. <laughs> One to zero. Um, Cody and Adam and Robbie take that lead. Elliot, you had it. And Eric and Jonah just ignored you. It's like I'm on the other team. Yep. So now we are headed into uh, the second question of round one. You guys have already stolen. Here is a chance to take a 2-0 lead early. Where did they go to college? Julio Jones. Where did Julio Jones go to college? Us, right? It's easy. Yeah. That's the Adam, Robbie, and Cole. Chris? Because that's, that's roll tide, baby. Is that is that your final answer? Yes, sir. That is correct. Two zero. Hey, wow. let's go, Rob. I knew that one. All right. I did State. not. Know that one. 
State Capitals will be the next round after one round. Um, I need teams, like names. So what, is it Team Ginger? And then um, Team... Beanie what, Babies. What is, team oh. Beanie was, Babies. All right. Ginger, Elliot, Elliot's Ginger Beer. <laughs> you remember that? All right, that? we're going to go into the round two, Eric. Um, shut up. <laughs> so... Uh, I believe Adam, Team Beanie Babies or whatever, Beanie Boys, will be going first in round two with the 2-0 lead. This round is State nice. Capitals. The first question, does anyone want to double on this round, by the way? No. Okay. The no, first. Do you. I, do you want it? Uh, Elliot, right. I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while, Elliot. What do you think? How are you? How well are you? I mean, Eric went to Boy State, so you should know. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Are you guys going to double? Three. We're not going to double. Okay. Okay. All right. So two team beanies, beanie boys. What is the state capital of Iowa? Des Moines. Is Lock that your final in. answer? Yep. That is correct. To take a three to zero lead. Should To team Ginger. See, what is the state capital of Vermont? Maple syrup. Uh, it is something French. Um. Oh, Montpellier. Yes. We. Right. Is that your final answer? Final answer. That's our final that answer. That is correct, and they get on the board, ladies and gentlemen. Three to one, going into round three, which will be the NFL, and we will having uh, Team Ginger. Start that round. Um, does anyone want to double on the NFL round three? No. No. All right. Two team ginger. Who was the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears in the 2006 Super Bowl against the Indianapolis Colts? Starting quarterback in the 2006 oh. Super Bowl against the Colts? Who was back where they? Bears. Wasn't it? Oh man. 2006. Yeah, I knew I knew these would be extra hard questions. Oh these for us. We got a second guest. We got a spectator. Okay. Hello. <laughs> I was wondering what's going on. I was having major audio difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> I was all right. so hard. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's all good. We're still rolling. All right, to Team Ginger. Cody, you guys have a 3-1 lead. Um, Team Fuck Ginger, yeah. though, has 10 seconds left on who was the starting quarterback for the Bears in the 2006 Super Bowl. It's someone that we would uh, It's probably someone we'd know, but I just don't fucking know what 2006 was. I know. A year Four, ago. A million years ago. Three. Uh, two. Rex Grossman. <laughs> Is uh, that your final answer? Yes. Sure, sure. That is correct. Oh, my <laughs> God. Let's go. Wow. Did, I, did you know that, Elliot? It was way after that. I swear to God. Like, I thought it was, that was way after that. That was Rex What? It was a joke. Bro! Elliot, you're a legend. Elliot, who's that old? So I'm Adam and me like, both made, like, the same face of, like, <laughs> I really just pulled that? Oh, wow. Three to two. Um, going to team, team Beanie, uh, this is round three NFL. Uh, you guys, to, to take a two-point lead, what team did Tom Brady beat in his first Super Bowl? Uh, 
The Holy St. Shit. Louis Rams. Sorry, oh. Kurt Warner. You're not going two time. <laughs> Let's go. That is correct. You guys take a 4-2 lead going into round four. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So you guys are now uh, Team Beanie with the 4-2 lead. You are going to get the opportunity to get the first question here in round four, um, which is Greek mythology. Would anyone like to double? No. No. All right. Um, so the first question, who is the god slash goddess of wine? You have 15 to 20 seconds. I, I believe his name is Bacchus. Rob, you like that? Does I your bet. mustache glass look? You should know this. You got the look of a... You know, I, I don't know this one. So. I, I, Bacchus, I believe. Lock her in. Bacchus? <laughs> I don't start with a V. Yeah, go for uh, it. All right. um, that is incorrect. To uh, Team Ginger for the steal. So confident. Uh, oh, I'm so glad I know this one. Dionysus. Locked oh. in. That is correct. We have a four to three ball game, folks. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Good job, Eric. Adam said it so com- confidently that I, I looked to like <laughs> double check. <up. laughs> right? I tell you. Uh, I don't know what it means. I'll have to look it up, but my dad was like, Bacchanalian festivals when they eat and drink. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel like that's got to be connected to uh, some that. sort of party. But How'd you, How did Eric I, know that? Eric, what's the you know that <laughs> hey, Rob, you know that game I've been playing recently called Hades? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know that game Eric. about like Greek mythology? <laughs> game. Uh, Eric also. So oh, <laughs> Pogs. That makes it better. That was fun. Um, all right. Uh, so we have a four to three ball game, and this is gonna. The question is going to Team Ginger for the second uh, part of Greek mythology to tie the game. Who is the? And this is Greek mythology. Who is the messenger god? Oh, this is. Uh, it's uh, right. Uh, the guy. I'm forgetting his name. Hermes. Hermes. Hermes Mink. Ice Blue Rink. Hermes. Yes. We're locking it that in. is correct. We have a tie ball game here at four to four. Wow, what a match so far, folks. We are going into round five, all tied up. Okay. Team Ginger is going to get the first question. Category is college mascots. Would anyone like to double? I hate this one. No. All right. Not a chance. Adam? No? Okay. No. So uh, to Team Ginger. Arkansas. What is the college mascot for Arkansas? Um, Razorbacks. Razorbacks. Lock it in. That is correct. Five to four. Eric's locking it in like he said it first. (laughs) (laughs) Lock it in. Thanks, Elliot. (laughs) Oh, wow. Some momentum going to Team Ginger, but still a lot of ball game left, folks. Um, To Team Beanie Boys. Um, college mascots. Your school is Mississippi State. What is it? Red. And, uh, just a, a reminder that you both teams have phone of friends and doubles. Doubles you can't use now, but you can use a phone of friend. I don't think we have any friends who even know this. Chris, I could call Chris. Again, if Chris doesn't answer. Ooh. Chris is hit or miss. But I don't know. You pick up a call from Robbie. Mostly miss. 
<laughs> what if we both? Is he is he 805? Uh, oh yeah, you. I don't know. I'll give I'll give you the vir the Verizon wireless caller you have called is no longer accepting calls. Again, the school is Mississippi State. What is the mascot? Are you guys going to call? You need to tell me in five seconds. Yes. You want to call him, Robbie? You want to call him, Rob? Yeah, if it's the correct number, I'd call him. Just call him. You know, let's gamble. Send it. I got. Wait, that's not the right number, Robbie. The right number. Good guy. Name. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even get the number. <laughs> I have to write that down. I'll blurt. <laughs> you dumbass. Yeah. Just I'll text it, to him, you me. idiot. He's gonna get it. He's gonna get a phone call from. Put it in uh, chat, bro. I got. I sent it to. All right. Oh, okay. No, I totally have his number. <laughs> okay. All right. Rocky so put it on speakerphone. On a friend, and he's gonna call Chris Lucich. Let's see how he goes. The question is: College mascots. What is the mascot for Mississippi State? Be hilarious. <laughs> oh gosh. What <laughs> a great feature, actually. Now we know not to call him. Oh, no, no, yeah, that's like I kind of wanted to call him. This one hurts. Hi, you All right, give me five seconds to lock in your answer on what is Mississippi State's mascot. Uh, the Warhogs. I like uh, the Bulldogs. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> right. Let's go. It's a buzzer. He did it. Bulldogs. Let's go. I was doing the buzzer and he fucking said bulldogs. I heard. Bulldogs <laughs> and bulldogs. That was actually after the buzzer, sir. Now, from my play booth. Yeah, I'll leave a note after. That was. I mean, I'm gonna get. That was. I'm gonna give it to him. I think we can agree. <laughs> I guess you give that one back. Oh, I was about to steal that so quick. Okay. You knew that one, Elliot. Oh, of course. Oh, we all Shout did. out Wilson Jonah, if you're listening. Right away. If going into round shirt, six, Mississippi State. We have someone has stole or gotten at every single one of these questions right. You guys are killing it. I love this. Round six is U.S. history. Does anyone want to double? And um, Team Beanie does not have any more phone of friends. However, Eric. Jonah and Elliot, Team Ginger, too. Um, so the first question in this round, I believe, will be going to Team Beanie, um, tied here at 5-5. Five, five. Your question is, what is the only, this is U.S. history, what is the only state to have w- at once been an independent republic? 30 uh, seconds. Lone Star State. <laughs> Gotta uh, be Texas. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That was for fucking them, right? <laughs> It was Texas. Come on, we were gonna get that one. Well, I know. you guys got it. Like, and even if Eric just gave it to you, that's 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 correct. Eric with an all time. They got. They yeah, got, I'd they like just... to propose a trade. I, <laughs> I said who was going. So, 
Um, Eric, now it's your question. Um, <laughs> it's a seven to six. Or, yeah, it's a six to five ball game. Excuse me. Um, to Eric, Jonah, and Elliot, what was the first U.S. national park? Uh, I think I think it's Yosemite because John Muir was the one that wasn't Teddy Roosevelt pretty influential. Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt was the one. John Muir, but. And Teddy linked up, and then they made. I'm not uh, sure, but I want to say it's Yosemite. But I'm biased because I went to Yosemite every year, <laughs> so it just uh, might be my lingering. Visit. I don't know. But I'm, is, is there John Muir National Forest? No, that's like in Yosemite National Park. Okay, I mean, fuck it, I'm down. Elliot, do you have any reservations? No, no reservations. Hey. <laughs> All right, that is. Uh, what is your answer? Yosemite. Yeah, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> Adam, Cody, and Robbie. Um, what is what was the first U.S. national park? Adam's got this. Cody. I don't know. Oh, I, I, um, I wanted to you say want me to say you want, you want me to say Yellowstone? Like, yeah, Yellowstone or like what are the most Zion or something? No, it's not. Probably not in it's California. That's what hey, it's not going anymore. Yellowstone. I think we should try Yellowstone. Where's Yellowstone? Yeah. It's in, uh, in uh, Mon- Wyoming, Wyoming, Montana. Montana? Where you were? You, you, what about you? Know anything about Glacier National Park? Is that your, is that your final answer? Yeah, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Well, that was a good answer because it is um correct. Oh, oh yeah. A seven to five lead. With some U.S. history knowledge being thrown down right there. I know. And I, that was the first one now. As we go to uh, round seven in this matchup, um, Eric, Jonah, Elliot, you will be getting the first question. The category is MBA. Would anyone like to double? No. No. NBA? Opposing team, would you like to double? Cody knows a little bit I about the NBA. I do know a lot about the NBA. I did win a bracket Smoke challenge in tournament. Bracket. Uh, <laughs> I'll say no on NBA. No double. No double. Okay, so this one is to Team Ginger. Are you guys ready? Round okay. seven. We're ready. What teams did the Kobe Shaq Lakers beat in the NBA Finals? Hmm. All of them? No. What do you mean? Yes. <laughs> what teams did they beat in the NBA what Finals? What teams did the Kobe Shaq Lakers beat in the NBA Finals? We have 45 seconds because there is multiple. Um, Elliot, what are you thinking here? Dude, I don't know. Is that one Finals? How many Finals is that? I don't even know if they were together for multiple Finals. Phone a friend is available. Someone's from Sacramento. Hey, fuck the Lakers. <laughs> They're all cheaters. No, that's the Astros. Uh, well, I knew this question would be hard, and uh, I'm not even sure. I think and the there's Celtics, just teams. The Spurs. There's no way we get all of them. We can't get like partial points either. Well, it'd be an Eastern. I'm saying how many teams there are. Fifteen seconds left. It'd be an Eastern Conference what team. teams did the Kobe Shaq Lakers beat in the NBA Finals? The Kobe Shaq Lakers. So when Kobe and Shaquille O'Neal yeah. were on the roster. Uh, so then there's only three. 
I have ten no seconds. Yeah. Can we just say some teams? Spurs. All right. What's are, Celtics, I don't know if these Spurs. Celtics. Pistons. Sixers. Fuck. Sixers. Ooh, Pistons. I like that one. All right, let's go Pistons. Five. Uh, four. Jones done with everything. Three. What three else? Teams. Celtics. Two. Spurs. Yeah. There you one. go. Pistons, Celtics, Spurs. Is that what you said? Pistons, Celtics, yeah. Sixers. That's right. incorrect. Um, Adam, Robbie, and Cody. What teams did the Kobe Shaq Lakers beat in the NBA Finals? Okay, so I'm pretty sure one of them is the 76ers when Allen Iverson made it, and I think that's when he stepped over Tyrone Lue, but I could be wrong. What about? Think- I don't know why I'm thinking Orlando Magic. Not the Magic. That was later. But I know they played the, the Celtics, the Nets, because Jason Kidd was on that team and they were raw. I think they played the Nets twice, but I could be wrong. My guess would be two Nets and the Sixers. I can't think of two anyone else. Nets? I think they went. I think they played them two out of three years. But I really don't. I can't picture any other team. The, uh, the Five seconds the, left is that to lock in an answer. Yeah. Lock that in. That sounds good to me. They didn't play. They lost to the other Pistons, the new era bad boy, the next Hamilton. year. All right. Lock in. A, lock in. Right, lock it lock in. in. Not, two, sure. two Nets in. in the Sixers. Lock it in. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Um, both of you teams did not get that correct. Uh, to It is the Nets, the 76ers, but... The Reggie Miller Pacers also oh, were in there. Damn. Jermaine O'Neal is also um. So now this one is going to oh. go straight to Team Beanie. They have a seven to five lead. Um, it's also NBA. Um, what teams did MJ Michael Jordan beat in his first three championships? His first three feet. What teams did he beat? You have forty five seconds. In the NBA Finals, obviously. Oh. First three teams. I'm trying to think of the the last dance, but they they filmed it all weird, so I don't know which one's which. <laughs> yeah, where are we on the timeline? <laughs> yeah. Pistons, the bad the bad no, boys. No, Pistons are Eastern. Uh, yeah. I think the Rockets and um. Who did they? Reggie Pacers? Pacers? No, Pacers or Eastern. Eastern? <laughs> Lakers? I'm just trying to remember. I don't think the Lakers. 20 I seconds. Think, I think, um... Frick. What team was Carl Malone on? The Jazz were on the second half. Five, four, mm, three, Houston and two, uh, Denver. One. Jazz. That is incorrect. Um, to Team Ginger, Eric, Jonah, and to Elliot. Um, what teams did Michael Jordan beat in his first three championships? So his initial three beat. You have twenty-five seconds. Well, I'm gonna throw LA on there. Uh, Elliot, we're also thinking the Supersonics. I don't know who they would have. Didn't they play the Blazers one year? I think so. <laughs> Maybe. I remember the five. We had this question before, I think. Didn't we have this uh, question before? Uh, okay. A variation of this question. It was. Yeah. We had to say all five, though. That was no use. 
Um, I don't know, LA, Portland, and Denver. Who was on Denver? Is that your final answer? You have three seconds left. Three. I guess it is, yeah. Okay, well, Jonah, I hate hate to burst your bubble like that. This is wrong, but it was Lakers, Portland, and the Phoenix Suns with Charles Barkley. Uh Oh, okay. So you had Clyde Drexler in that second. The first one was against the Magic Lakers. Second one was that Clyde Drexler when everyone was comparing it, the, them to, and he kicks the shit out of him. Third one is after the Dream Team, Charles Barkley wins MVP, and he comes in and beats him. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, so uh, seven to five, still anyone's game here. Um, I believe both doubles are on the board, as well as Team Ginger's phone-a-friend, as we move into round eight. Um, which is classic rock. Would anyone like to double? I think I would want to double this one. Robbie, How many more rounds do we have? Um, yeah, like- it goes to round 12, and then if needed, there is an overtime uh, tiebreaker. But okay. um, we are in round 8 of 12 right now. Are we Are we yeah. up first? Yeah, let's double. Um, I, I believe... Double yeah, you guys are up. Yeah. Um, so um, you guys are going to double classic rock. <clears throat> Let's double. If you feel confident, I'm for it. To give you guys a four-point lead, here is your question. What took you us after 45? What? Who was the original singer of Van Halen? There was two singers throughout Van Halen. Who was the first? You have 30 seconds for two points. Boys, we fucked up. Shouldn't have doubled. There's two people. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, let's go with. Uh, I, I feel like it. It's got to be some other rock star. You know, maybe go with Steven Tyler, perhaps. It's either that or Ringo. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be someone different. So just to let, if Eric, if you guys get this wrong, they could steal it for two points and tie the game. Just and, and then so you, you, question. Oh, we question. totally know yeah. this one. You have 10 seconds left. Even first. Not Jonah, jo- you are not up. Um, I'm just thinking out loud. <laughs> five. I saw Elliot typing something. Careful, dude. Watch four. Dude, my table's at my neck level right now. Three. I guess we'll go two. with Steven Tyler before Aerosmith. That is incorrect. Uh, um, two. Team Ginger for a two-point steal to tie things up here in round eight. Who is the original lead singer, frontman of Van Halen? <laughs> Thank you guys. Come on, get, get. Elliot, dig deep. We need you here. I thought you guys, you guys were I acting know. like you knew it. No, <laughs> yeah, I was like, like oh you ever played <laughs> I thought you said you for sure know it. It's a bluff. You do have a phone, a friend. Yeah, say that. Ah, oh, damn. Wait, phone. Call Brian. Phone, Mitch. Um, oh, yeah, Mitch would be the call. <laughs> I think we might phone a friend. To tie the game. And this is for two points. We're definitely phoning a friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to phone a friend. Mitch would do that, right? Yeah. We're going to phone a friend here. All right. Go ahead. What time is it in New York? Let's pray he does not pick up. Uh, Mitch is a Mitch 11. Is a, he, knows, he, he knows the answer. I know we he recorded does. a podcast today, so he, if you guys get a hold of him, <laughs> I don't get, come, come on, on, Mitch. 
<laughs> the anxiety of the phone a friend. I like it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, he doesn't come through. <laughs> It'd be... Oh my god, he's not gonna pick up. Oh god. Hi, this is Mitchell. Oh, <laughs> let's go! Oh, for two on a friend. I, I told you guys it, it's a hit or miss, really. Um, all right, so you guys have uh, five seconds. Who was the original lead singer of Van Halen? <laughs> not Eddie Van Halen. Not Tony, Tony, you're not on their team. Mick? Oh. Okay. No. Um, the answer. I thought it was open to everyone. Just say Eddie Van Halen. David Lee Roth. Was uh, the yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. all right to Eric, Jonah, and Elliot for one point? Um, you guys are down by two. Who was the lead singer of The Who? Oh, I have to know this. I don't know. No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any fucking names, <laughs> I just know all the bands and their music. Um, what a heartbreaking um, missed phone a friend right there by Mitch to tie the game. I and know, right? He knows, the, he knows the answer too, which is so funny. <laughs> calls back. Adam and Robbie's faces when he didn't answer were so happy. <laughs> it was so good. Um, oh, no. No, no. I know the name. I don't know it. Says it, but like I don't know it off tops. Are you guys going to just pass? Um, Three. I just, I just don't know his name. Okay. So, to Team Beanie, to take a three-point lead, Adam, Robbie, Cody, who was the lead singer of The Who? It's effed because I know everyone else in the band's name. Damn. Except That's for Chris this Townsend guy. Townsend or something? Is Peter, Peter Pete Townsend. Townsend. And Keith Moon and the singer. Roger. Jesse. Something about his generation. Um Jesse. Jackson. Seconds. <laughs> I don't know. Just if names come come to you, dude. I'm just trying to help you out. Because I don't know shit. <laughs> we should have saved the phone a friend. Ten. Friends are uh I feel like his name was Roger. Yeah, I think it was Roger. I don't know. <laughs> it is Roger. full name. I, I said I Roger. Credit. Uh, Roger Buckingham. Is that your Roger, final answer? Roger St. Corgi Boy. No. Don't All right. Know. I hate to say that it's Roger Daltrey. Oh, oh, fuck. Damn. It is still a two-point game. We're 7-5 going into round nine, which is literature. All the phone of friends are off the board, but uh, Team Ginger still has a double. Um, so, what if friends yeah. call back in the middle of a round? <laughs> no, nope. it's over. Team Ginger, you have the first Fuck question up. in round nine. You guys are down by two. Who is the main character slash narrator slash POV? Wait, 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 wait. We didn't get it. what. What is the what is the uh, theme? Literature and we Literature. didn't get the option to double. We didn't get the option to double. I was just making sure. Do you want a double? No. 
Shut the fuck up. Who's the author of The Dark Knight or something like that? Who is, okay, round nine, literature. Who is the main character slash narrator slash POV character in The Great Gatsby? What is his full name? This is to Elliot, Eric, and Jonah. Come on, Rick. Great Gatsby. The wait. The author? This main the character. Main main character. character. Uh, What's the book with? Uh, I don't know. What's the book with something like Addison? Something. What book is that? Addison. Something. Oh, that's. It's a different day. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking... Uh, Mocking, What's his name? Kill Kill Mocking Mocking Bird. Bird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like, it's like Fred or uh, Eric, maybe. Um, maybe like Tam. Five. <laughs> I don't know. You guys don't know? All right. Two team beanie, boys. The main character is Spider-Man, right? It's fucking... Jay Gatsby? Well, there's a, there's a theme here, and it's that I know the first names. It's I know Nick his Carraway. name is Nick. Nick, Nick Carraway. Old Sport. Carraway? Oh, Car- Old Sport. Yep. No, no, no. Old Sport is, is that what your the, final. It's, it's no, Nick wait. Carraway. Nick, what'd you. We just need full name, right? What is his name? Yeah, Nick Carraway. Nick Carraway. Wow. Eight to five lead right there. That's Let's correct. go, Robbie. Boom. They said this man wasn't ready for honest English. He said, you know what? I'll pay attention. <laughs> I'll pay All attention right. to ninth grade English. You don't, you don't. Take a commanding nine to five lead. They still have their double, but this would be hard to come back from. Get your humanities out of here. Actually, no. You, there is definitely a way to come back, but this would be huge. You guys are up nine to five. Or eight to five, excuse me. Coming up for us, too. Where does Fahrenheit 451 get its name from? This is to Team Beanie Boys. It's the temperature needed to burn the books. Shout that, out, Miss Ball. There is teaching that book right now. That is 100%. Kaylee who? God damn it. Nine to five as we head to round 10. Right, can um, you get engineering, uh, maybe related, <laughs> science related? Yeah. Category like maybe what's the boiling temperature of water in Fahrenheit would be cool. You guys want to know how to build a hospital? I can help you. <laughs> I need a, I need some science questions. I have a I don't have a brain for that. Okay, yeah, Brian, I'm sure that's where you're getting all these questions. No, I actually do all of them on my own. I swear that's to God, I write all these questions. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, team uh, Beanie Boys, do you guys like these questions? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Let's go. The oh. attention to detail. <laughs> All right. All right. Round ten. In a nine to five ball game, the first question will be going to the team Beanie Boys. This is MLB. Would anyone like to double? Mm-hmm. Um, Eric, Jonah, Elliot, you don't want to double? No. All right. This is to the Beanie Boys. Um Name all three Molina brothers. Benji, Benji Yadier. Yadier. <laughs> uh, it's on you guys. Bartolo? No. Um, no. Th- that is not our guess. 
it sucks because like 15 any seconds guess we're gonna do is just kind of gonna be a little racist What's, yeah. what, what, are the, what are the brothers names again so far benji yadier and then do they all play on the same team no benji was on the angels like the shirt that eric's wearing benji. yadier was on the cardinals for i a think while. eric I know knows this answer is he on the is he on the angels yeah <sighs> 10 seconds. Jose. Oh, I think that's it. Jose. Is that your, what is your, repeat all the names for me? Benji, Yadier, and Jose. It's a 10 to 5 ball game. <laughs> oh, I don't oh my goodness. This. I don't believe this. That's they talk okay. shit and they have delivered. So, <laughs> Elliot's kind of just getting hit in the crossfire here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a um, all right to uh, Elliot, Eric, and Jonah to salvage this. You're down 10 5. Oh. Oh. Back. Don't number. answer, don't answer, don't answer. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hitting that one. Uh, I'm ending that one. Your guys' MLB question <laughs> is who led the MLB in hits from 2000 to 2010? 2000 to 2010. Someone legendary. Uh, who led the MLB in hits? In hits. Barry Bonds? No, it's someone. It's like a. It's someone fast. It's like fucking. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a slugger. I'm not talking sports. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> someone fast. Someone fast. Why wouldn't it be Barry it's Bonds? Not Barry Bonds. It's hits? Yeah, it's like Vladimir Guerrero. <laughs> I'm going with the big thing. <laughs> it's Jared like it's, it's Ichiro or something. <laughs> <laughs> is that your final answer for 10 years no, guys wait, wait, wait. 2010 you got uh, 10 seconds left yeah why wouldn't it be barry bonds i don't uh, know wasn't he like a hit leader he's a home run leader but not hits but what if the hit hit is just fucking like a single i think it's still barry bonds we're going with the obvious answer for <laughs> hey guys take this one away from me Please, I hope you're right. What is your What is your answer? I lock in Barry Bonds. Jonah, um, it's fucking Ichiro. <laughs> no, they get the fucking. Does he get on base? No. They get a retaliation. They get a, they get an answer. So don't fucking react. Well, did you say it was wrong? And yeah, I'll just tell you, Jonah, Eric, and Elliot, that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can go ahead. To, um, who led the MLB in hits from 2000 to 2010? Adam, Robbie, and Cody. I like Ichiro. Yeah, I like it's not that bad of an I thought answer. Jonah was going to hit Eric. That was great. <laughs> other people that come to mind in that era are like, you know, the Alex Rodriguez, the, the Derek Jeter. Yeah, there's Derek. But uh, I kind of just want to go <laughs> intro because if it is, yeah, I want to see what happens yeah. in the, the Mountain yeah. View Square on the, the... So I think let's lock like in intro. There's a red button here. I might <laughs> yeah. away. I like that. Oh. Why do you like intro? Does he get on base? I just watched Moneyball last night. Yeah, dude, he's so fast. It's a great movie. <laughs> Jonah's talking about speedsters. That's a speedster. Final intro. Answer, Ichiro Suzuki. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
Uh, you should have trusted Jonah. We're going so... with the obvious answer. Yeah. The Jonah so puts out like a very great it. take, and then Eric yells at him and says, <laughs> We're going for the obvious answer, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, it is 11 to 5. Um, it is mathematically over, but we will continue playing this because you guys still have a double. Um, the round 11 is the Dark Knight. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we push? God damn it. Unfucking believable, Elliot. Fuck <laughs> I can't believe it. Sorry. Okay, um, like, Brian, when I had to my contribution for the <laughs> I'm signed out. Um, okay, so Elliot's going to request to be released from this team and get picked up by another team. Yeah, send me um, my two checks. <laughs> um, alright, round 11 is the Dark Knight. Um, Eric, Jonah, and Elliot, you guys are up first. Um, do you guys want to double? I think we're going to double. Yeah. Um, in the movie, in the Christopher Nolan movie, The Dark Knight, a famous Batman character is heavily hinted at, you could say, Easter egg called the Riddler. What was the character's name in The Dark Knight who was Easter egged, foreshadowed as the Riddler? <laughs> the Dark Knight Eric said, right? Er, wait. Isn't that called Dark Knight, you douchebag who said this question was too easy earlier this morning? Like, what are you talking about? Yes, the Dark Knight. Who did they tease as the Riddler? What is his name for two points, I guess, because you're doubling this. Who did they tease as the Riddler in the Dark Knight? Yeah, no, I don't know this one. (laughs) (laughs) Second character? Wasn't that guy? Yeah, what's the character's name? That guy was in the Dark Knight, too, wasn't he? What? It was fucking... uh... Wasn't it uh, Remy Malik? No. I don't know who that is. That's Freddie Mercury. Wasn't he in that movie? <laughs> no, he wasn't in that movie. Wasn't, wasn't he a cop? He from the Batman Begins and Dark Knight 2. Brian it kind of looks like Remy Malik. I know who you're talking about, but it's not too. him. That's the Scarecrow guy. Wasn't he in the No, that's Tommy Shelby. He's talking yeah. about the... Never uh, mind. Nine, I right, figure it eight, out, Eric. I don't fucking six, know. Six, five, four. Scarecrow guy. Two, one. Wrong to Adam, Robbie, and Cody. What's that character though? It's the guy from the, the that that uh that porn movie, right? No, 50, no, 50 with no. Seth Rogen. Joseph, What's that guy's Joseph name? Gordon-Levitt is uh, Robin. He's gonna be Robin. He was uh, the Robin. I don't know who it is. The only Riddler I know is Jim Carrey. Uh, All right. So in interest of time, we will say you both got that wrong. It was actually Logan Reese, Mr. Reese, Mysteries, who was in that car who Bruce Wayne saves him by crashing in. And he was going to go report all this shit about uh, Gotham. You guys remember that? Why was he hinted to be the Riddler? Because Christopher Nolan said it in his name. They call him Mr. Reese. The whole time, which is Mysteries, which is one of the Riddler pseudonyms. Oh my god, that's a fucking stretch and a half. Backwards and forwards, right, Rick? Yeah. Um, All right, to Team Beanie Babies to take a 12 5 lead. It's 11 to 5 right now. Where was this film primarily filmed? Shot Town, Shot City, Chicago. 
12 to 5. Um, to round 12, just this is a beatdown. <laughs> questions uh, on the same plane of, yeah, of difficulty. What? They got the lowest. Hey, you, you, you can't. You got fucking the first national park. God damn it. Who's the Riddler? They got the first the national park they right there. You can't like. Yellowstone. Yeah. Eric, yeah. Eric, you're 0 3. It's tough. How many points? Oh, I would love to see the ESPN <laughs> breakdown of how many points we actually stole from questions that you're complaining about. <laughs> we, we should yeah, get it. We, we already eliminated the obvious answer. Guys, the Eric, obvious answer was Ichiro. Keep- Eric, you vetoed <laughs> like twice, and you vetoed Jonah's right answer like twice. <laughs> it's on you, Eric. My ears are bleeding. Eric. <laughs> um, all right. Um, geography is around 12 to 5 right now. Um, to uh, Team Beanie Boys, Beanie Babies, what is the most populated country in the European Union? Must say Miss Favre. Oh, my God. <laughs> Italy? <laughs> no. No. Most populated. Italy. Trying to think of like countries. Or what's like. Is Ibiza its own country? No. Uh, Not like percentage wise, just like total population, right? Oh, okay. Like most number of people? Pick an island. Yeah. <laughs> I just know Ibiza because, like, all my DJs play there. <laughs> all right, five, four. Uh, let's go with France. Incorrect to uh, Team Ginger for the steal. That was going to be my fucking guess, though. So I don't know. Spain or Germany? Spain or Germany? I think you want to go with Germany. We're going to take Germany since they're taking in a lot of Syrian refugees. All right, that is... <laughs> 12 to 6. Um, <laughs> there's some momentum for you boys. Uh, keep in mind, it was a 7 to 5 game, and this just run. The Team Beanie Boys have gone on. I mean, they're oh. certainly a powerhouse heading into the season with some chemistry issues on the other side. Um, to Jonah... <laughs> to Jonah, Rick, and Elliot, you guys uh, are first on this question. Um... What is the most populated country in South America? That does not uh, include dude, Mexico. It's gotta Mexico. be South Brazil. America. South America does not include Central America, so it's Brazil. Brazil. It's probably uh it means the biggest Brazil. Uh yeah, what yeah. else is big down there? Have you seen those favelas? Johog. All right, is what is your guys' final answer? <laughs> Brazil. They're going Brazilian butts. Brazil is correct. You guys finish off with two correct answers to end the game. Um, really could have been a different ball game if Mitch answers that uh, face yeah, time. I, will I think play. that was the momentum we needed oh to. Uh, that was the double. Like, that was, it, was, it would have been two points, and Mitch 100% knows who the uh, – but it, as always, it's a pleasure to have all of you on. Jonah, let's you and me um, start talking some maybe scientific questions and figure out how we can incorporate that. But what we should really be doing right now is celebrating maybe the most dominate dominating performance we have seen to close a trivia match here by the team Beanie Boys. Adam, Robbie, and Cody are really, as of right now, the favorite heading into this new trivia season. So I hope you boys will join again. Um, thank you.
Jonah, is just, Jonah, you got it. Next time you're gonna come back stronger. Isn't that what you're doing? I think this is my last. Time I think on trivia. I think I might need <laughs> Tim next time. Uh, Jonah, let's talk trades after this. We can talk trades, Elliot. Eric and Jonah, or Elliot and Jonah trade Eric. Eric's Eric. been released. Until, He's Brian, done. until Brian gets someone else to help him with the questions, I am boycotting trivia. Eric's Baker. Seven, Fabio, Fabio's on the waiver wire. Seven, you would well, deal with you guys. Big dog, Dustin, John Robbins, my dad, Marley, Tim. I thought you. What? Mitch. We can get Mitch. Get Tim, Tim, Mitch, Marley, my dad, Johnny, and Andrew, and Dustin all looked at these questions. You're trying to take away from what was the dominating performance, and I don't really appreciate that because these guys <laughs> say it's tough, um, but that's what we do. Trivia brings out the worst in people, particularly Rick. Um, but <laughs> as always, Eric, it's a pleasure to have you on. We hope to have you on again soon. What's up, The the like equiv- equivocality of the questions, like fucking make them the same difficulty. Hey, Brian, you're doing a great job. Okay. Right, I just like to apologize on he behalf just stormed, of He just fully here. stormed off. <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's gone. He's he's, sir, time. you're still mic'd up. We're going to have to de-mic you real fast. <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir. It's an angry man. Uh, but thank you to all you boys so much. Um, we'll be doing this again sometime soon. Uh, this has been the Pineapple Couch. God bless. Thank you.